attention. I just want to get your attention. I really want to be all up in your head. Because when I got you, I'm going to get some. Yeah. But girl, it's not me if you ain't Daddy's home, uh, 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 home for wow, me. Right <laughs> and I know you've been waiting for this love in your day. Daddy's home. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, too into it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I think he took it too far. I think that's enough. <laughs> Glad okay. what we talking about today. <laughs> Wait, welcome, welcome yeah. to Black Girls Texting. We're still working on the intro, but this is where we, we talk about text. We let y'all into our group chat. Yeah. So fucking send us some suggestions about that intro, please. That I was like, just write the intro for us. Do you guys like our singing intros? Because I think that's clever AF. Oh, yes. We need our little boilerplate yes, yes, thing. But anyways, uh, what's this episode about, Glenn? So, yeah, I guess in honor of Father's Day, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about the phenomena of the black father, I guess. Daddies. And, and also some daddies. And... <laughs> um, a little bit about our personal stories, if anything comes up. Yeah. Um, but I was literally thinking about this recently. Oh my god! Actually, got it. I didn't even tell y'all this saga that just happened. You didn't put it in the group chat. I didn't miss? put it in the group chat. I was too stunned. Also, did wow. we introduce ourselves? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> Chelsea Pinky. I'm Glenn. My Insta is at Bedstybrat. I'm Shade. I just really don't want y'all on my Instagram. So how about y'all go to Black Girls Texting? Okay. All right. So nobody can spell your Instagram anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Marketing one on one, make it easy to spell. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, uh Kanye's Yay came out what, like at the beginning of the month? <sighs> Fuck that nigga. Yeah. So I listened and I was like really feeling it, right? I was loving this <gasps> album, not gonna I like lie. The Tristan Mingle, Christian single. So many girls on Christian Mingle. Right. So I'm listening to this, I'm really feeling it, and then I'll explain later the way that um somebody ruined the whole fucking album for me. Mm-hmm. But there's I think it's the last song on the album. Yeah, it's called Violent Crimes. And it's all about the ways in which Kanye West was a misogynist and a fuckboy to women. And now that he has a daughter, he realizes um all the things that he did wrong and now he wants to be a better man, et cetera, et cetera, because he doesn't want his daughter to have to go through the kinds of things at the hands of women that he put women through i mean yeah at the hands of men like the kind of same misogynistic stuff he was doing right so when i first heard the song yeah i know so first when i heard the song i was like one i mean this is not very uh uh what's the word i want to use progressive well yeah actually i didn't even go to progressive i went to like this is nothing new like Like, was it i mean like jay-z was apologizing to blue for cheating on Beyonce. It's like we suddenly, already got our apology album from a rapper, Kanye. Exactly. It's like I'm not. I mean, obviously, I, it's not surprising to me that a man has a child, a daughter, and then now realizes he needs to do better, right? Mm-hmm. But then there was all this talk on Instagram or on Twitter um, that, tweet? like, I be I be patrolling, you know, oh, okay. silently, <laughs> silently. That, um, like, why does it take a man having a, a daughter to realize that he should respect women, like? Yeah. But then I was like thinking he had also, a mother. Right. Like, where is that disconnect? But also for Kanye West, I think he just turned like 41 years old. He's an older man. Like, we're just now talking about like patriarchal systems and stuff and having like open dialogues about them. He's been in the music industry for so long. 
um, which is just like a, a industry that operates on misogyny. Do you expect anything more of Kanye West? Like, I don't. For the everyday man, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would hope. But it doesn't surprise me that they don't figure it out until they have daughters. Flash, I feel like I have never really like seen his dad. Did you watch mm-hmm. the Insta stories of his birthday? I think that was his dad there was, sitting like, a next black to him. Older man yeah. sitting next to him, and I thought that was his dad. And I was like, oh shit, right. never seen him before. I mean, I believe, yeah, that was interesting, too. I'm like, where? I have a whole other thing, a side note. He was on Family Feud with all these people that he was alleging were his family. And I'm like, I don't think the people was <laughs> You don't know them niggas. All of them was his cousins. Who stole them. the laptop? It was all cousins, <laughs> right? Like, nah, I mean, maybe. I was glad he had some black people around him, though. Right. But none, I, of, I was happy none of them kissing the ha- black happy birthday song. So apparently. strange. They were, yeah, they were. They were like, ha, he, huh. It was one auntie holding it down. Everybody's silent. Thank God for that auntie. But anyway. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, Kanye West. Children. Fuck. Fuck. I love it. Fatherhood. Fatherhood. Oh, 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 oh. There it is. Got it. Bring it back. Came back. So, like, even if a dude is raised by, like, let's say, like, a single mother, I mean, they could still turn out to be an asshole. And be very close to their mom and not have a, mm. a good relationship with women. And that could be because of their fathers, right? Not being there. Or it could be that they, they could even live in a two-parent household with healthy parents. Like a healthy relationship. Like that their parents have a healthy relationship, right? Yeah. Um, and they, they could still be pedestal. assholes. Yeah. That or happens. society encourages them to be assholes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, anyway, weigh in here. What are your thoughts on any of this? Oh, God. So, oh, God. Ooh, sorry, family. We're going there. I find it super interesting because within my family, we do have that dynamic. And I I won't go too specific. I'm not trying to flame anybody up. But there is a member of my family who I think was, like, a little bit more coddled as the man. And now, like, to see him as a father, like, granted, I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know the everyday. But, like, when when I do see it, I'm like... I'm surprised that like this is your relationship because we had we have such family values. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, is it because he was always able to get away with everything because he was just like this prince that mm. like it didn't matter and like the women really kind of held down all of that for us. Like yeah. I feel like women and and the matriarch in a lot of especially black families, you have like the strong grandmas, the strong moms, like. Yeah. You don't always see the... You do see the strong male figure at times, but he is not, like, on some soft shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on some, like, I gotta bring home the bacon and I need to hold this family down. So you don't really get that, like, tender, loving side to the black male father or father figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like our black families have been damaged. We know this from, like... The beginning of time. So just black masculinity is like, can get very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know um, a friend of mine, his dad just stopped coming around once he realized, once he felt like he had nothing to contribute to the mm. household, which was like really sad, actually. Like... Like I think financially, it, emotionally, yeah, all those all those things, but mostly like financially, yeah. Um, that I think that you know we talked before about the man, the fragile male ego, but that shit is like 
very real. Um, I don't well, know I mean, I, think about it. In society, like the man is the man is supposed to take care of the family, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, it's especially in terms of financially. But a black man and a white man, they're not making the same money, you know. Mm-hmm. Like so, it, for and and I was talking about this with a guy that I was um, dating. And he was like, you know, are you going to expect me to pay for all the dates? And and we we had like a deeper conversation and I was like, well, no, but, but like, but kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, like obviously I'm going to pay for some dates, but yes, at the ingrained in my brain is like, yes, you're the man. And yes, you are going to make more than me as a black woman. Right. Facts. But at the same time, it's like, we're holding them to these white standards. They don't make what white men make. I mean, yeah, but then at the same time, I guess we just want them to be there, too, you know? Right, but then there's that pride thing. Being there isn't good enough. You're not trying to just be some nigga on the couch. Yeah. So then what's the difference of, like, if you have the, quote-unquote, I say quote-unquote because it's like a stereotype of the absent black father, but then you might have, like, these white families that we see, you know, the picket fence, the father's going to work, but I feel like a lot of the, like, white working father stereotype is he's never there right mm-hmm. i mean i work at a private school that's not necessarily a stereotype mm. <laughs> i hardly see dads you know really yeah i mean i feel like you probably only some... see nannies word <laughs> word <laughs> it's like no shade but and that's not obviously not for everyone there are very dedicated mothers and fathers but yes you're right there's yeah. a lot of absent parents period but they're because they're able to provide that financial stability it's like good enough and mm-hmm. it all gets they're still like applauded and they they're taking care of what they need to take care of although they're not doing it emotionally mm-hmm. mm. yeah i don't know this is very interesting i was just thinking again about the just the effects on the children right so the dude that i just referenced earlier whose father left when he felt like he couldn't like contribute um He's probably, we dated for a while. He was probably, like, one of the most, like, thoughtful people I've dated in terms of the way he thinks about women. And it's very interesting. I remember one time we went out, and he had this hat on that said, women aren't crazy. And I was like, yo, that's so lit. Also, I want that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everything he does is, like, sent, like, a lot of his creative work is centered around, like, honoring women and shit And he like doesn't that. have a father. Nah. Okay. And his father passed away when he was really young, too. Right, so and he- the memories he has of him are, like... I mean, they, they had a good relationship, I guess, when they were young, when he was young, but yeah. But he reveres um, women, a woman raised yeah, 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 exactly. And he has a complicated relationship with his, with his mother, even still. Mm. But he was the one that made me realize that the, the Kanye West song was problematic. He's like, yo, Kanye only wants to have respect for this child because she is a, a product of him. Mm. Like, it's another Shit. level of control. Yeah. He made this thing, so he wants to protect it. Yeah. Um. He, there's a line where he says like I hope that your body that you don't your body doesn't like mature in the way that your mother does mother's is or whatever which what first of all fuck? that body is not hers but also like damn, <laughs> that's like really crazy kind of I mean that that becomes so complicated if even you want to hold your daughter on a leash and like what happens I don't know but what I got like really amped up about at the beginning of the show was like the day after I was having this conversation and thinking about this song, I've been on this crazy ass deadline um, that I need to like continue. Um, so I'm up at like five o'clock in the morning writing and I hear like 
blood-curdling screams from the street. This woman's like, yo, fuck out of here, yo, yo, you just bit me in the face. <laughs> like, screaming, screaming. It was, like, really intense. I hear doors slamming. I'm like, oh, shit. So I live on a very busy corner in Bed-Stuy, so I, I hear a lot of shit. And I'm always peeking out the window. So I put this on Twitter. Like, if y'all out here doing wild stuff, I will call the police. Like, I will, like, <laughs> no, don't no, no. do it. We just had an episode about that. You can't be calling the police on black people. I, yo, okay, that's the thing, actually, because the, uh, as you'll come to find out, this thing was really crazy, and I wanted to call the police. or I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't mm, know how to intervene. I get it. The best way I felt that I could do, like, the best thing I thought I could do was maybe, like, try to just like reach out to this woman but yeah. then that i didn't want to get involved in their business so actually i will not call the police i guess i'll just watch i don't know anyway right. so this woman is screaming i hear this dude wiling out calling her all kinds of bitches and hoes like talking about i seen the text messages da, 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 da. and she's like i'm gonna call my dad and she, he's like yo call your father i ain't afraid of your father call him call him call him and first of all in that moment i was very like, uh, in addition to being totally disturbed by what the fuck was happening, was that something really, like, amazing that she could call her dad, like, that she wanted to call her dad mm. immediately, and that it was five o'clock in the morning, and she knew that he was going to get up and come, like, mm-hmm. that was the first person she was she would call, that is so beautiful, and, like, such a testament to, like, the, that kind of relationship, but yeah. so interesting that she was going through this crazy-ass shit with this dude, right? And for about 20 minutes, I don't see the the actual physical bodies of this. I can only hear them. And then I see this woman running up the street, and she's carrying, like, a three-year-old boy around her waist. And then this dude is chasing her, which is so fucked, right? So then you're thinking, like, look at these, like, systems or something. Like, what? It's 5 o'clock in the morning. This little boy is out here. I don't know. It just felt like some very strange generational kind of thing that if I was, like, sitting down to write an essay, I could probably unpack, like, these, like, layers, you know? Um, I'm already thinking, like, what is his relationship with his father? What's her relationship with her father? Now, what's his relationship with this? If that's his son, how does the son... Exactly. There's so many many levels. levels. Yeah, and there's a line also in the Kanye song where he says, like, fuck, how does it go? It's something along the lines of, like, you don't want to be too hard on your daughter so that she leaves you and then like and and like to run away with some other dude that'll also abuse her or something mm-hmm. like that. And then I think there's a little bit of like an allusion to like maybe abuse going on in the home, a lot of stuff. But yeah. Well, everyone says you date your father. You end yeah. up dating your father. And like because <laughs> that's like your first love, yada yada yada, which like maybe there yeah, like Freudian yeah. weird shit to that. I can see how, like, you get, you you start to, like, learn the dynamic between, like, male relationships as a girl from your father, mm-hmm. right? Because that's one of the first men you're usually around, or, like, some t- sort of father figure. But is that, like, always the case? Like, do you think we'd subconsciously do it, that we, like... Date our dads? Yeah. I mean, my first boyfriend... Was low key a lot like my father. My current boyfriend is my dad. Really? It's fucking creepy. I mean, yeah. I mean, my mom married her father. Like, my dad is like my grandfather in a way. I mean, there's like traits. There's just like certain traits, I think. Right. So interesting. I mean, I guess because that becomes like our idol. Um, 
or or just like the things that we pick up that we like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Like I didn't go like I'm looking for someone like my dad. Yeah. Well, you know what's really interesting is that like this is a, a really weird kind of subject, but you know, okay, this whole stigma around like daddy issues and things like that. Like yes. there, which is usually comes to be defined as like a woman who is promiscuous or whatever just has unhealthy relationships with men or unhealthy expectations with men Mm. like i don't necessarily have the healthiest relationship with men necessarily well i think i'm getting better now that i've grown but i mean i've i think we've all done shit you know so it's very it's not as simple as to say like well just because you have a dad like you should know better or something or know what you should be putting up with and I think that that was evidenced even in the situation that I saw in the streets. Like, if her dad was somebody that she thought she could call on to be her protector, then what is the situation that she's in now? Mm-hmm. Where she's right. yelling, like, she's in this domestic thing. So, I don't know. I mean, I think, Barack yeah. Obama, president of the United States, he was he was a, raised by a single woman, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I think you're right in saying that, that whole de- uh, stereotype of, like, someone without a dad, like, having all these issues, like, that's really not the end-all, be-all. Like, we're so much more complex than that. Right. Um, but it does have an effect, obviously. Um, biggest, in the biggest way, in my opinion, is financially. Like, you're growing up with one parent's uh, coins mm-hmm. as opposed to two. Um, mm-hmm. And that makes such, like, a big difference, especially if your one parent isn't willing to do that extra work. Mm-hmm. Like, if your parents willing to do the extra work, yeah, you might have the same, like, um, whatever. Yeah. 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 So what I want to get into is, like, how do we undo the stereotype of the, like, absent black father? Obviously, Girl, we cannot yeah, do have it. a summit. I we mean, but it's not, it's it not necessarily moment. a stereotype. It's a fact that in black families, there are less fathers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for all sorts of reasons, mm-hmm. like mass incarceration. Um, I mean, they, they the, the man, that be? wanted to break up the black family. Yeah. It's not a stereotype. Well, that's I real. Guess how do we bring more of, to the forefront of like the fathers that, out, are actually mm-hmm. out here like and mm-hmm. have less of the you know the face of the black father being this like missing person like I'll never forget this might have been a few years ago now there was all these scandals with um either like Target or one of these stores had like a black mom with like some type of baby good maybe it was like a baby Bjorn or something but right. like it was like just her just her and like the white one what? there was like a mom and yeah. a dad or something like something, oh something no. weird. that was the ad it was like a, a single black mom and a baby versus a white mom and dad and a baby and a baby nah, and it was like for the up. same product some shit i'm probably like what? not telling no them. that's what that was what it yeah. was so it's like even in like advertising mm-hmm. and so many things we see like the single mom or like the dad being locked up or on drugs or missing or just like not caring is just like what people associate with like black families. Like, yes, it might be a factor, but how do we mm-hmm. move forward that people like don't just see us as that? Like, they understand mm-hmm. that they're one, yes, are like dynamics like systemic oppression that are affecting that, but that there are plenty of like present fathers. Like, even the shade room does this kind of like daddy duties post where they'll talk about like 
you know, rappers or different people like being good fathers. And it's kind of like, oh my God, like, look at that. That's so amazing. Whereas like, I hope that that can slowly just become more of the norm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it is. I think it is becoming more of the norm. Like I think guys in our generation, I can't imagine any of our friends, male friends having babies and not taking care of their babies. Could you? No. It's changing. I think it is changing. Yeah. We're getting more education. Um, hopefully laws are changing. You know, I think, I think it's changing. Yeah. I think you're right. I think if you think about it, it was a like literally a systematic oppression that like made that normalized like behaviors kind of like slash just made it hard to be a father. How are you going to be a father when you're in jail? Right, right, right. But then it <laughs> created can't. like a pattern. Like if, you, if your father is not there, I don't know, all kinds of those psychological traumas are, right, it's normal. are brought down and then that, it, it just carries on. But yeah. I do believe, like you said, our friends, um, but we also are in this like different kind of position of privilege. But even like my friends from around the way, like they take care of their kids. Oh, hell yeah. Actually, you're right. It's so different. I think, I honestly think that it's changing. Yeah. I have all the faith. Yeah, I, I have, have the, all the faith. faith. And, like, how could you not? Like, I love watching videos of, like, when a baby's born and, like, the obviously the mom is, like, going through it. But then, like, the dad, like, gets to hold the baby and they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Because, like, as a woman, you this have... This was my jizz. Yeah. <laughs> like, as a woman, you kind of have formed this relationship with this baby that you've carried for nine months. And so, I don't know. In my head, I'm almost, like, in that moment, they're probably like, it's out you know like it's out of me like oh my god like really overwhelmed but like this is the dad's first chance to really like uh, feel feel a connection bond like Mm -hmm. you always see them like holding it and it's it's so crazy and like i love looking at when i love watching those videos that sounds so creepy but then like I, i also love like seeing the the dad's reaction like how could you just like as a human like just be like well i mean you know what that made me think of though like postpartum depression and shit like mm-hmm. which makes a lot of which can make mothers like retreat as yeah. well and some shit be happening that people grow up in households where there there there's an ab- quote-unquote absentee mother or this the absence of a mother yeah um and that's a, probably its own other thing well then but, to relate that back not just in terms of like postpartum but like a lot of times especially with girls like the mom has to is expected to be like the bad cop or oh, the yeah. disciplinary because like she knows all the things you'll face in terms of like being a woman and growing up and while your dad probably is also like okay I don't want you out here in these streets I feel like a lot of people's dynamics with their parents is like the mom is a disciplinary the mm-hmm. dad is like the fun one yeah, when man. you're a girl when you're a girl when versus a girl. when you're a boy it's like it's the mama's up. boy yeah, yeah exactly. and like daddy's like nigga get your shit yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, although I have seen it's interesting to think about my family as well. Whew. Like my uncles are like best friends with their sons. It's just like a family of men, and just the women out here, like trying. Like I guess they still are being the <laughs> the, the women are are more become the disciplinarians in the in, in these situations that I know of, and the fathers are are like more like likely to let the sun slide or to want to level with them on some like man to man stuff. Right. Um, which sometimes could also be damaging, I think. 
Yeah, letting your son run wild, chasing all these girls, but your woman, your daughter, you have her on this tight ass leash. Like, don't yeah. be a thought. You're my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, such a fine line because you build a nice this comfort level with your kid. I don't know. You said don't be a thought. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I want to throw this question out to the group. I'll start with you, Chelsea Rojas. Okay. Um, if you were to have a Fuck. I don't know if I want to like make it gender specific, but uh-huh. I oh, I just want to know like how do you envision yourself as a parent? Oh, I think I'm especially because of my teaching experience. I think I'm going to be an amazing mother. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I I don't disagree. Okay. I'm talking about like, are you going to be like good cop, bad cop? Like how, like what do you envision? I don't want any. Okay, and and I know you know I'm a black woman, so I know the black listeners are probably going to roll their eyes, but. I don't think there needs to be a bad cop. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm going to respect my kid as a human being, and they're going to respect me as a human being. I'm just going to say we're always going to have this mutual respect. I want you to always come to me if you need something. I'm never going to judge you. Trust mm-hmm. me. I've done a lot of crazy shit. I'm going to be open with them about the crazy shit I've done. I'm going to be transparent. <coughs> um. But I really hope to have a good relationship with my kids. Like, my mom is a West Indian woman, West Indian, Latina, whatever. Um, But she, you know, she is an amazing mother. I'll start there. But but her idea of mothering is 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 old school, you know? It's different. Mm -hmm. Like, she won't tell me she smoked weed. Girl, I know you smoke no, weed. <laughs> My dad was a Rastafarian, like head nigga in charge. Like I know you were smoking weed, but probably. She, you know, but she would never. She'll never say. So that. you would say that. You would tell your kids like you would have that open conversation. Yeah, with I'd them. be like, I smoked weed. Let me let you know if you smoke weed, you could get in a lot of trouble. If you get in trouble, I'm gonna be there for you. Would just your kids drink in the house? Would you be that mom that's like, just do it in the house? No, not until they're old I enough. I so many friends like that. Not until they're old What's enough. What's old? Like 16. Yeah, like 16, right? Super European. I'm I would like, I mean, yeah. You know. 18. Wine with dinner. We're doing wine with dinner. For wine sure. with dinner, for sure. Half a dinner. glass. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> but yeah, I guess when you start asking questions like that, it does get a little tough. Like, I'm not trying to be, because my ex-best friend, her mom, when we were like in middle school, would let us go to the city. I remember one time my mother blacked on her and was like, literally tore, you're not a good mother. Like, why I'm calling you and I'm asking, where's my daughter? And you don't know. And we were in, we were in Jersey city chasing some boys. (laughs) We were at some boys apartment smoking weed, mad young. I'm literally dead. And, and my mom was calling my phone and I was ignoring it, obviously. Right. And she called the mom and the mom was like, I don't know where they are. And my mom was like, She's You're not a good mother. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Nah, that's OD. If I call you and you're talking about, I don't know where your kid is. My like, mom black. I might be coming over Fuck to no. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I'm um, black. I mean, yo. That- and, and, and her daughter, my ex-best friend, had resentment. Like, I wish my mother was like your mother. Mm, mm. I've had some of that. Which was so weird. Like, she was like, I wish my mother. Like, every time I took a flight, it was no 
find a cab, figure out how you get there. My mother's taking me every single time. Right. Yeah. Every single time. Right. She still does. I'd be like, she still Damn. does. I'm 25 years old. Get my mom's right. like, I know. I'd be on the fucking train with all my shit. Like, <laughs> She'd be going to Newark at 4 a.m. That ass. Get on her Spirit Airlines flights. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I think maybe that's a product of her understanding, like my father passed away, of her other understanding that she is my only parent, so mm-hmm. she, and now it's her duty mm-hmm. and only her duty to make sure that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. So, Glenn, same That's question beautiful. to you, boo. Um, well, that just made me think very quickly about how I'm probably going to be a paranoid-ass parent. Like, <laughs> what? Fuck. Like, I'm going to be scared the day that I let my kid go... Take, take the, the train. train by themselves. I was like the last person to take the train alone. Me too. I had a so driver scared. all throughout middle school. <laughs> I didn't ride a train. I was, dying I was in 12th to ride grade. The I wanted to ride the train grade. so badly. My mom, since until high school, I had a driver. Oh, because you were in Pennsylvania anyway, so it wasn't like... Yeah, but in middle school at Skylar, I had a driver the whole time. Shit. And everybody Jeez. was taking the train. Everybody was taking the train on the b26 girl. and that and, and that seemed like where it was so lit like yo people would be mobbing to the train together and i was sitting on the sidewalk like waiting to get picked up but that's also where niggas around. got jumped and it was yo fights. once i started getting on the train i'm like oh nah like y'all can keep this my mom's gonna pick me up we're gonna go get a snack and shit like wild wild west right your a train exactly have fun with the wild wild west yo for real and that's it's so true i remember when my mom used to want to call everybody's parent before i went over to their house yes. like, you're so extra nobody else does that like god now i get it we have good parents yeah yeah, yeah. it yeah. makes you think of that black mirror episode where that woman dead stabbed yeah. the shit out of her mom <laughs> yeah but because her, yeah. her mom was od like, yeah. you also have to like you have to let a person be a person and you have to trust oh, your good parents oh yes i don't and trust I, the world i right. get that and that's like my mom like she like I'm 25 years old, so sometimes I don't go home. I'm sleeping at. I'm out, you know. <laughs> and she, she'll, she'll, like I have five missed calls, and I'm like, five missed calls, mad texts, like I'm calling the police, I'm calling the police, and I'm, and this happens like probably once a week, and I'm like, mom, I'm okay, like I promise you, I'm not gonna put myself in a dangerous situation, like I'm okay, and she's like. I don't, my mom wakes up at, at 4 a.m. to go to work every day. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not going to call you at 2 a.m. when I know you have to wake up at 4 a.m. And she's like, I don't care. Call me at 2 a.m. Call me. I need to hear your voice. Oh my God. A text is not it. good enough. I get it. I love it. I, I love it. I feel it. I feel it. And I mean, Damn, when I might be that mom. I, I know. Well, I, I just naturally did all those things with my parents because I just. I don't know. You're their only child. Though. Yeah, you know, if like when I would come you. home late, I would just even like even if it was super late, I would like creep in the room and just say, "Hey, I'm here." Wow. Like good they didn't girl. ask me to do that, right? And I'm be blowing up my spot, giving the time that I came home, but <laughs> right. I did it anyway, just so that they knew I was there. So I think what you were saying earlier about just having that mutual respect, mm. um, and and looking at my child as a human as well. I was, yo, did you guys see the videos of Janae Aiko with her daughter doing no. cute ass things on the beach? Oh my God, I'll send it. It's fucking adorable. Oh my God. That's her little twin. I think Their I'm, rapport is so sweet. I'm going to be yeah. the psycho mom. Fuck. No, don't be a psycho mom. I don't want to be, but like the more and more no. I think about it, I'm like, like your mom being like, I don't care. Call me at two. I'm like, that's okay. right. Call me at two. Like. I That's good, psycho. Are I you like all going to be? Yeah. Your, wait, I have a question because it is about fathers, right? Yeah. Did your dad's? Um, my dad never beat me. Um, did your dad's beat you? 
Like Girl, my mom beat me. I used to get lashings. From your dad? dad? Yes. My mom couldn't do it. Papa my mom Lynn? My mom didn't have I the feel nerve. Like dads never do it to their daughters. Yo, my dad is just so old school, so southern. Like that's the way I mean, it literally was a thing. I'm trying to think around when it happened. Probably elementary school, but only for like three years. But not many times, like a few right, times a few over times. that, yeah. the course of those three years. And then he just decided like he couldn't do it. Like, yeah. didn't ha- I know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking- My dad hit me one time because I was throwing away food and he was big on like not wasting food. And he like smacked me, but like in the ear. I swear to God, people are going to think I'm being dramatic. I swear I couldn't hear for like three days. <laughs> like he like popped he gave you shit vertigo. In my ear. Yeah. And I was like, I can't hear. I can't hear because of you. Oh my I was God. like, look what you did. But like we had that relationship where like he could like black on me and be so mad and then be like laughing like, oh, this kid is crazy. Yeah. Yo, me, yeah, me and my dad used to have shouting matches, but it was just like funny at the end of the day. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah. my dad definitely was not the disciplinary. Like, I remember my mom chasing me through the house, and he'd be in the back, don't hit her in the face. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chill. She light-skinned. <laughs> oh, my God. She's going bruise. That's wrong. Literally, literally. And I was like, wow. So that's what we're doing? Like, you're kind of going to hold me down, but, like, you still going to let her wild out on me? Like, you ain't shit. Like, that's how I would feel. But then I knew, like... I got it. I don't know. It's funny though because my 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 boyfriend will be like, no, <laughs> none no of that. spanking. None of that will be happening. Oh no, we're not doing if that. If I have kids with you, Mm-mm. and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to hit my kids. You shouldn't at all. Like Mm-mm. not it's like unnecessary. that. Yeah. Um. But that there, there is always that like. Oh, I might have to like give him a little whack on the hand. I mean, when they're little, yeah, a little pow pow, a little boop, little boop, Fuck you, Kanye. Um, I am dead. But okay, I feel like we went on a tangent on like our parenting skills. But I, I want to know like Glenn mm-hmm. more on the dynamic of your relationship with your dad. Yeah, do you guys do Father's Day? Yes, that's a thing. Y'all, I thought that shit was next weekend. I looked on the calendar. I was like, oh, is this weekend? But yes, it's this Sunday. I gotta figure this out. That's why the episode is today, guys. I thought it was. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm like so lost in the sauce of this article I'm writing, which happened to be a like. A I thought father, it was daughter. due. It had to ask for a fucking extension, girl. <gasps> Glenn. I know. It's so. It's a challenge. Uh, back to the dad. But it was mm-hmm. a. Fa- we did. It was a father daughter road trip that my father and I took through the south, and like, oh, I just love him to death. We just had the best time. Like. We had the best time. He was getting on my nerves. Here I am. Yeah, I'm named after him. You know, he aggravates me sometimes. It's like definitely a a, yeah, like definitely like a father, but also like a brother, but also really just a best friend. You know, Mm -hmm. we literally just cut each other's asses and be clowning all day long. Um, But it's so interesting because, like you said before, like like I was saying, I remember my dad being he was so hard on me so hard on me through for like for the longest like maybe through high school like he was so hard on me i couldn't stand him like oh my god he was so mean but then it was obviously tender but i think it was when i went to the peace corps maybe when i went to college when i moved out of the house like he just oh my god turned into a complete softy like oh my god like when I, i when i would call him from cambodia like i could hear it in his voice he'd be like glenn Oh my God! What are you? 
what, what's happening out there? What you doing? Like, it was just like, it's so sweet. And now he's just completely soft. He was also so like excited for you to take that, like yeah. have that experience. Oh yeah. When my mom was like, that's crazy. Like, don't move to Cambodia. <laughs> you have a job for like a, a real job offer. Take that. Right. Like he's very like encourages me to just live. I think he's like living vicariously through me in a lot of ways mm, too. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, that's the homie. Yeah. I'm tearing up on the inside. I'm not going to lie. Because, like, I'm thinking about you guys. And, like, I don't know. I just always think about you guys in the Jeep. Yes. The Glens. The Glens. The Glens. Do people call you guys that? Yeah, they call us the Glens for sure. Yeah. That's super cool. I know you and Slim got the, yeah. Yeah. So. You and Slim. Slim. Yeah, that's my dad's, like, nickname from the pool hall. Mm-hmm. Because he is tall and slim, like he's six five and might be like a hundred and seventy five pounds on a good day, <laughs> so he's like a tiny man. Um, but, but yeah, like but large. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. Like I've been thinking a lot about my dad in relationship to like his dad, because like we'll have a lot of talks about this as you know I'm getting older and I just want to like know more about like my ancestry and I don't know just different experiences and I'll never forget the only time I've ever seen my dad like kind of start to choke up was at my grandfather's funeral Mm -hmm. which I vaguely even remember because I was so little but like I remember that moment of him like talking about his dad and like just like breaking down and the reason that I was saying like when I was thinking about that woman that you were talking about in the streets Mm -hmm. and like her saying she's going to call her dad, but thinking of the baby and his dad, like, so much of the dad dynamic is, like, trickled down over time. And, like, we've talked about this in other episodes. Like, we carry trauma mm-hmm. as a people. Mm-hmm. So, like, to think about, like, so my dad's 71, and he talks about how his father, like, didn't have, I think my grandfather might have gone to kindergarten, mm. if that, like, that was it. And then they, like, worked on, like, farmland in Virginia. And he, the way he describes it, I'm like, that's a sharecropper. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that is. I'm like, like, you worked on farmland to get, like, to give the crops to someone to get money. I was like, okay, so we're, like, a step removed from, like, slavery, basically. Wow. Yeah. And so to think that, like, that was my grandfather who, like, didn't really have an education. But somehow, like, him and my grandma knew what to do for my father and now my father has like two masters i'm like holy shit like i don't know it just puts everything into perspective and like wanting to like carry on that lineage and thinking about a partner and like what they'll do for your kids like there's so many levels yeah to to thinking about that that dynamic choose wisely choose wisely yeah but i don't know my dad's really really dope he's like my my therapy like he was a guidance counselor so i remember getting picked up from school and i could just talk to him about anything and everything and like he wouldn't judge me when i would always be getting into fights oh my god yeah you used to be scrapping i was always getting into fights he would be like okay we gotta go in and talk about this but then he'd like see the girls that i like beat up and he'd be like oh 
and like pounding me. I'm like, yes. and we're just like, I'm like, that's terrible. Like you shouldn't be like bigging up your kid for like beating somebody's ass. No, somebody mm-hmm. people need to ask me. Yeah, I think it sounds like you gave a nice, a nice balance. He's like, okay, we don't need you to beat to. You know, we're not gonna promote violence. Right, you're not gonna be a bully. But you. if somebody yeah. is fucking with you, beat their ass. That's de- that was definitely his whole play. But like, he was a guidance counselor, so all the other teachers knew him, and they'd be like, Oh, Mr. Farham, your kids out here, like fucking up other kids. What's going on? Oh, is that the school that? that you went to he worked at the school no but oh. okay i went to 308 on what was that quincy and gates the hood that's a bedside classic <laughs> that's right a there bedside ass school yeah and so around the way everybody kind of knew one another the different like guidance counselors and principals and so like my mm. father was in school with my assistant principal miss charles she always had long ass acrylic nails and blue contacts and miss charles would be like whoa you lost me at the contact like miss parham miss parham and like calling me in because i'd be like getting some shit typically me instigating and like trying to provoke someone so that they'd hit me so that i have an excuse to fight but whatever whatever i I love it i'm obsessed okay hood booger (laughs) i love it but he would be like what are you doing like what are you going through but really like sit down and and, like ask me like why are you fighting what is the problem what is the issue whereas if it was my mom she would just be like shade you're fighting again (laughs) and like freaking out and i was like like i can't even talk to you i need to talk to my dad (laughs) you know yeah and like i feel like loki my mom probably feels away sometimes oh yeah because i'm always like i'm such a daddy's girl in the sense that i'll be like let me talk to dad about that let me see what dad has to say. And, mm-hmm. like, she's my go-to. Don't get me wrong. Like, because my dad will say it himself. Like, my mom runs the show. Mm-hmm. So if it comes down to anything I really, really, really need, I'm like, mom, help. Dad doesn't know what he's talking about. Facts. But on some, Agreed. like, you know, like, emotional supportive things, like, you can tell me anything like you were saying. Like, I wouldn't tell her everything. Same. I don't know why I feel this, like, weird... A different kind of judgment from my mom, which is so interesting. Because mm. you were saying earlier that, like, the mom would be like, I know that I've, they, like, they'll, they're coming from a point of, like, I've been through this yeah, stuff before. I'm also a woman. Yeah, but there's things about my mom. Well, first of all, my mom doesn't drink. So, not that that, <laughs> whatever. That indi- I think that says a lot, but like, not really. Not even, like, a glass of no, champagne. And not, like, it's just, she says, like, she doesn't like to be out of control. Okay, mm. I feel Which that. I feel. Which is something I might grow into adapting, and a thing I might yeah, need right. to do, perhaps. But uh, <laughs> right, I know. Um, and my dad is like a, a partier guy, like a very like gregarious I kind of person. You know, he has just this like infectious personality. He's out and about. My mom is a lot more like serious in that way. Wait, so I'm is- not even sure of what. I don't know no dirt about her. I recently found out that she was engaged before my father, and I was like, what? Did he scoop? The tea. The tea. Like, I just found this out, like, last year. Like, my she had mom been engaged too. before. She had been, you know? And it's like, yo, you had a whole life. He was dating? I can't even imagine it. See, and my mom was a wild boy, which is, like, I think why she kind of looks at me like, Jesus, hold your goddamn horses. Because <laughs> she just sees it, like, her, repeating in me. I get that. Yeah, because my mom had my sister when she was, my first sister when she was 18. And then she had my other sister, what's four years later? 22. I was like counting my fingers. Math. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, 
young mom, but then also was like, had her fun. Like, definitely, like, there's this one <laughs> Soka artist, and he's always like, You should have been my child. He's Trini. I can't do the accent. And I'm like, I'll do it. You should have been my child. Wait, wait. <laughs> you should have been my child. Something like that. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> but yes, talking about that, and I'm like, I would love to see that because it would it would like normalize. When I seen, you seen all my dad's, I know all my dad's tea, all the tea. But yeah, yeah, I cannot believe that. There's yeah, there's clutched a, my pearls of, of engagement. But yeah, so I guess there's a balance with that openness and with being firm. Well, I can talk about mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I wasn't going to be able to, but I can. Yay! Um, my so my papa, um, Mr. Keith. He died three years ago from colon cancer, um, which was harder than I thought it would have been on me um, because he was not there every single day. He actually got deported when I was three years old to Trinidad. Um, But when I tell you the love was so present, um, he would like call me all the time and all this stuff, whatever. And I remember when I was little, he would always be like, I'm coming back to America. And my mom would have to have talks with me like, he's not. He can't. <laughs> like, that's actually, like, he's just saying that. But yeah. I don't want you to think that he's coming back. He can't. Damn, that's uh, hard. But I would go to Trinidad all the time. Um, and she made sure that uh, that we had that sort of rapport. And I remember one time I came back to Trinidad. And my dad, no lie, took me door to door to every single person in his neighborhood like I was a fucking medal or like mm-hmm. a trophy and was like, this is my daughter. This is my daughter, like door to door. And I had to keep introducing myself. How old are you then? Um, maybe I was like 10 mm. when he did that. Um, yeah. It's, but like you are like, you know, we are their medal. They're like their most prized possession in a way. So. Yeah. And like when people like people like that, my mom and my dad knew. Whenever they see me, they're like, "That's Keith's daughter," and I'm like, "I don't see that at all." Because my dad looks like Eddie Murphy, and I'm like, Your dad "I don't is look very handsome." He was. Thank you. Um, I don't see that either. I'm always like, "Mom, you're fine as fuck. Why were you with?" Him? I don't know. But you like, showed me some but, pics, and I was like, "But he he I was like," and and I always have like a lot of like what ifs because my dad was this like. He was wrapped up in, like, the wrong things, but at one point he was a multimillionaire. He's, like, this six four foot hazel-eyed, dark-skinned man. And I also mm. had, like, I also had a big older brother um, who was murdered. Um, but both of them would, like, obsess over me, like, my dad and my big brother. And, like, like my mom would be, like, my father would fight to push the stroller. Like, this is my my baby. Like, yeah. fight with my mother. And I'm always like, fuck, what if, like, shit was a little different? What if he used that money and, like, invested in the cab company that my mother was telling him to do? Mm-hmm. Like, what if he, I don't know. It's a lot of what ifs. Yeah. I think that's something that is prevalent in a lot of, like, well, different for you, Glenn, being the only child. But I always think about that, too, because I'm like very aware that I was a mistake. Like, not trying to be like, I'm a bastard. But, like, my mom was 35. My dad was 
she, no, my mom was 32, so my dad was 43. Like, he already had two kids in his 20s that were grown, mm-hmm. so, like, they weren't, like, planning on having me, so I'm always kind of like, what were they thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, I just came in and, like, totally changed up the whole, like, family dynamics and, like, not, like, what if I was never born, but, like... Yeah. What if, you know, my parents had met before and, like, we were, like, a unified family? Because you mm. get that, like, so it's a blended family situation. And, yeah, and, like, we never were able to call one another, like, half-siblings. Like, Hell all my no. siblings yeah, are just... technically, like, quote-unquote half-siblings. Right. Like, all that type of shit. Which is also super prevalent in the in a lot of black relationships with, like, baby mamas and, like, different marriages. Don't get, like, white people do it, too. They're, yep, they do. Just, Typically on like their third or fourth like, husband. This is my third wife. Yeah, they're yeah. on their like third or fourth husband. Same shit. But like some black people are just on like their third or fourth BM. But right. whatever, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's just it's a life. Yeah. But I do think about it in terms of like my relationship with men, like the fact that like currently I have a sister, um, but at one point I had I have a sister and a mom, right? But at one point I had a sister, a mom, a dad, and a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother and my dad are gone now. And I'm just like, if they were here, like, you fuck niggas could not fuck with me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, And I always yeah. think about that. Like, they were these, like, even my brother Thaddeus was, like, the shit. Like, mm-hmm. everyone who knew him, he was the man. And, like, if he were here, I'm always like, what but would they be already different? can't fuck with you, and you will already move with like a very sense of like with the clear sense of like what you want and what you deserve when you enter in relationships. That's one Thank thing you. I've noticed about you. So thanks. I don't feel that way. I feel like sometimes I'm I'm um, accepting bullshit that I'm better than, but we're growing. We're growing. I would say that's a part of learning. Yeah. The fact that you can even say that some mm-hmm. people can't even acknowledge that. Yeah. So it's like okay, what do I take with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, happy Father's Day, Father. Happy Father's Day, Sam. We just got so emo, but I I love that. I love that. I love talking about, you know, our papas and, like, potentially little babies we'll have. And And my baby daddy better be a good one. Little baby daddy we'll have. Absolutely. I will call my husband my baby daddy even if we're married. I don't care. Yeah, I I just think it's... I kind of like the term. I know. It's like my... That's my sophista ratchetness coming out. Oh, my God. But, okay, do we have a... Text. I don't know that I have one. Via, I don't. I don't have one. I mean, I've once texted. I think I'm pregnant. Oh, tell us about that. Because what would you do if it's not was at home? Because I've been practicing the method called pull and pray. <laughs> it's not that responsible, and thank God my body has not. Nothing has happened to me. God looked out. The prayers. The prayers what? worked. God looked out. The oh, prayers, God looked out. Yes, I'm a child of God. I mean, okay. So this isn't so much of a what would you do, but what did he do? Um. Well, the time it happened, he was actually super... He was like, well, stop drinking then, crazy. Oh, and that was... Whoa, he, he was, he he was ready. ready. Yeah. I personally think I'm going to be a great mommy. And I think the guy's... That I've dated in the past know that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think I've ever run into a situation um, where it's like 
I don't want this bitch to be the, you know, yeah. the, the mother of my children because like, um, I am like, I don't know. I think I'm pretty respectable minus the fact that I'm pulling and praying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no hilarious. judgments here. No, no judgments here. That's a fact. I mean, I told y'all recently that somebody, I told someone drunk text, yo, I want to have your kids. And they were like, take your Ch- IUD out. D- throw that whole nigga away. Y'all niggas are wild. <laughs> throw him away. This episode was not supposed to be some like teen pregnancy. I'm not like, a teen. Pre- oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we're not teens. That's <laughs> like, the thing. Recently, <laughs> it's like really like, could this person be... We're twenty. The father we're of my kid. We're like, in our mid twenties, pushing. Well, y'all are pushing thirty. I'm, I'm still mid twenties. Please, I'm in mid to late. Yeah, oh yeah. my word! I'm still. No, young. I'm not having no babies no time soon. Yeah, nah. So, would you have enough schmorschmorschen? <sighs> I hope all the. Oh, we don't have to go there. We don't have to go there. No, Anyways. I'll open up about it. Okay. Like I don't. I don't want any like super like religious people coming at me. But I don't think I'm ready for that. So if I had to take matters in terms of you know the what is it day after morning after blah 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 then oh, yeah, yeah i definitely would because i i i would want to have the money to be able to do it right like, mm-hmm. i don't see i don't think it. i could ever have one but anyways we could talk about that on another episode yeah that's Ooh, wow another time. That's interesting, okay though. do we have uh a black girl doing shit no we have a black man doing shit or yes. black men doing shit Ooh. for father's day shade who is it who okay, is it? Y'all. Who is it? Who so, is it? So, yeah, I don't know why I prefaced the question because I knew the answer, but I don't know. It was just kind of like flowing that way. So, <laughs> we have Cordale and Caleb. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, Cordale is spelled with a K, and Caleb is also spelled with a K. But they are two black gay fathers. Um, They're so good. Yeah, you might have seen their, like... YouTube videos or Instagram videos. Of they them. got like a Canon commercial. Yeah, with their kids. I'm it's obsessed. like the most adorable thing. So they actually just got a campaign with Acne Studios. Wow. Um, and I think I was reading it's the first black LGBT family to like star as like the main people of like a major fashion oh campaign. And it's super duper cute and really amazing. And I think that in talking about like black fatherhood like there are so many other dynamics to black fatherhood because you do have like two men sometimes you have single fathers Mm -hmm. um and i love all those videos of like the dads like doing their baby's hair and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so i just wanted to shout them out because it's so hard already to be like a, a a black man now a black gay man and on top of that a black gay man like speaking openly about your family because right. everyone has something to say but I think that they've shed a light on something that's so so important and so beautiful mm-hmm. and I don't know they're beautiful so dope. oh my god they're, they're beautiful they're a beautiful, beautiful couple and yeah. how many they have mad kids they have from this picture I'm looking at they have four kids in this four article kids. the headline is meet America's new model family it's so interesting that they chose a the word. America, yeah, that everyone could look at them as a um, representation of a really healthy family, for sure. Really loving, yeah. This is beautiful. So shout outs to them, wow, and I'm, just I'm like standing. I know, bringing so much joy to so the beauty beautiful. that is like fatherhood and parenthood. So beautiful. Oh yeah. well, guys, thank you so much for going on this journey with us of touching on fathers and parenting and all, all the things all the things we went all over the place today but yeah. we want to do this episode for father's day to really just 
open the forum. Things that we're all thinking, but sometimes we don't want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things that might be like deep down in there. Things that might be in our subconscious. So yeah. thanks we're, for rocking with And us. if you're a black father or a black father to be, I'm just looking on Cord- Cordell and Caleb's in, uh, Twitter. And they wrote, be the parent that you didn't have as a child. I mm. feel like that is super important. If you didn't grow up with a father, um, break the cycle. Mm-hmm. And if you did, then continue the cycle and or break it and be even better. You know? Hell yeah. Children deserve the fucking world. Um, thank you all. Thank you for listening. I am Chels Pinky. Glenn at Bedsty Brat on Instagram. And I'm Shade. Follow us at Black Girls Texting. And email us at blackgirlstexting at gmail. We love you. Bye. This is for Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Spot titled BGW slash 21 slash census slash SN slash July 4th slash save up to 40% slash FC slash tickets slash radio. It's a 30 second spot and the code is VBGW021039R. Nothing ignites your senses like the European adventures and world-class thrills of Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Hear the gravity-defying drops and speed of our record-breaking coasters. See the world's most beautiful theme park as you stroll through our elegantly themed villages. And treat all your senses to the live concerts, nightly fireworks and coasters in the dark at summer nights. June 25th to July 29th. Save up to 40% on tickets and fun cards. Hurry, offer in soon. Restrictions apply. Wendy's only makes one kind of breakfast, your new favorite one. How do we do it? With fresh cracked eggs, oven-baked bacon, and flaky croissants. You know, the things your old breakfast wasn't doing. So toss that old news and its soggy eggs somewhere useful. And get to Wendy's, where the sausage egg and Swiss croissant, bacon egg and Swiss croissant, and honey butter chicken biscuit are just two for $4. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for four. Limited time only. Single item at regular price. Price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's.